If you were going to give anybody advice about coming out or being queer or expressing themselves, because you have so many. Do you know what? Harry is like, he's the one who did selfies, serious, before selfies was a thing. He's got some fantastic photos. Yeah, of... I call them uh, retroactive selfies. So I used to, um, I can pass them, they're my diaries, but <laughs> luckily they are in German still. <laughs> so, uh, but they're just, yeah, I used to take photographs so of myself and um and and just to so here's some yeah oh, wow. was, uh, you know, working on them sort of creatively and um here's another oh, one wonderful and i oh, certainly wow. didn't identify as an as an artist then but uh, i can see a lot of connections to uh, no, this one is not so useful. Is, that, is there any no. others? Uh, no. No, that's, is that's, that it? That's okay. it, yeah. Oh, do so, you want me to pass well, that anymore? Well, just no? this one, yeah. This yeah, one, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, well, you asked me, now we can order. <laughs> now we can order. Yeah, they're loving your photos. <laughs> but, but this sharing is, is in response to your question. Yeah. Be open. Yeah. Be open. Share. Uh, not to say, you know what, I'm so fabulous. Not to say I'm more important than you are. Mm. Nothing to do with that. It's just saying, I am, I am, I don't have those, I don't want those boundaries. Mm. And I don't think it's healthy for you to have them. Be, be yourself. You know, be yourself. Yeah. Learn to, to, uh, to, to figure out what that is. Yeah. And don't create those obstacles. So, you know, it's it. You know, might not be appropriate always, but that's you know, that's yeah. just you know, I can't, I can't, I can't do it otherwise. So it's not, a, it's not a piece of advice that I give. I just can't, I cannot be otherwise. I have to embarrass myself every <laughs> time. I just have to get into situations as a, how am I getting out of this? Oh my God! Whenever I feel in a class, in a classroom, for instance, don't say that now. I say exactly that. I cannot <laughs> stop myself. I say, what did I just tell myself? Don't, Don't say, say it. That. Of course, oh, I say man. it. That's right? funny. Uh, but I've one another example of 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 you know how you can make use of or 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 learn to be yourself. Um, you know, years ago, uh, uh, some eight ten years ago, I published this book on radio drama. Is so not queer, right? Um, but I try to write it objectively, and I try to write, um, explain what that subject is mm. and, and what 1930s radio drama was. And that I thought was my responsibility because nobody had done it quite that way. Yeah. But then I reflected on it and say, listening to these shows was such an intimate experience. I, love, I like asthma, I go to bed you know, listening to voices, and I like, always like, just listening to people, mm. you know, not necessarily what they say, but just but their just voices, you know, and you have a fabulous voice. I listen to your podcast. I don't remember anything you said. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> just oh, lull me to sleep. You, no, no, no. But the thing is, then I, 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 I you know, I'm, I'm happy with that mm. but you know the, the book was was meaningful to me and it made a contribution whatever it was part of my was my phd dissertation mm. turned into a book but then i said you yeah, i never wrote about what it feels for me to be listening and what it feels to be you know listening to these strange voices yeah. and uh, 
So I had another opportunity to contribute to um, an anthology called Audio Narratology. And again, another coming out, I was listening to this play and a, there was a character, his name was Job, mm -hmm. and his sisters were called uh, Faith, Hope and Charity. It was a radio play from the 1930s, was done in the then again in the early late 1940s. So it doesn't sound particularly queer, but that Job had a voice I fell in love with. And I said, oh, well, well that's a hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was so sexy. And I, here I am writing a chapter on serial drama and really analyzing how it's done and whatever. And I could not get past that voice. And I said, I have to, I have to acknowledge that at that point, I could no longer talk about the form. I was so absorbed in it. So, um, and then the editor the, uh, of that uh, anthology, or they, they gave it to a team of, of, of editors and said, oh, that's not, that's not important to the, to the discussion that should be cut out. I said, uh-uh, that's not going <laughs> to happen. And I expanded on that section because it was really, we, we all listened differently. Yeah. Now I have hearing loss in my, uh, my left ear and I have tinnitus. I don't hear in the same way anymore. You know, right. and you cannot just say, oh, I'm just talking formally about, you know, about the subject and anybody who will experience will experience in that just the same way. Mm -hmm. It's just nonsense. Mm -hmm. Right. So I regret the objectivity of that book, but I felt it was not yet appropriate for me to insert a voice without explaining what the subject matter was. But now I feel ready to do that. And on my blog, I do that all the time. I talk about queer voices on the mm -hmm. radio uh, from the 30s and 40s. There's one character in a gay serial from the 30s who was called Clarence Tiffing Tuffer. He is so <laughs> gay. Okay. <laughs> he works in the theater in the dressing room and he's just sashaying around. It's fantastic. He also turn, was turned into a, into a film in the 1930s. So there are those queer characters and voices and stories. And uh, I, I try to tell them from, from, my, from my queer perspective. Yeah, okay. So that's the advice in a nutshell. Um, don't create those boundaries for yourself and, you know, share, yeah. share with, obviously first share with people you can trust, but don't go through this by yourself. Because you really went through a time when we listened to your story that really, I don't know about you all, but it sounds like, wow, that's quite all a journey. Have those, I think we all have those yeah. stories. It's, uh, but we all have to struggle through, you know, in our own ways, yeah. but being open about it certainly yeah. helps yeah, helps me absolutely. but i'm in a very privileged position i i have a steady job i walk i walk in here and i i, I love the teaching the rest of it not so much <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know if it could be all just teaching i would prefer it uh, but, you know, so I have the opportunity to have this fantastic gallery mm. that I can make use of. And I always stage shows that are, have something, you know, that tell something of myself. I stage a show on a, on a gorilla movie from the 1940s, Mighty Joe Young. And that movie turned, that I had mm. to show my, my love for this movie and mm. why I thought this was you know, yeah. you know, why I'm staging this show mm. uh, from a queer perspective. So, um, 
you know, or I do shows with, with my students. One that was Alternative Facts, where we, we had an opportunity to explore. I create in this space opportunities to, um, to tell different stories and to, um, to explore and express um, identity in different yeah. ways. Wonderful. So, and who, very few people have, have that kind of privilege to, to have access to a space and say, I'm going to put on a show mm. uh, for, for others and um, also for myself. Yeah, your work is it's lovely. It's just been a real joy and pleasure to be able to be surrounded by your work. And you've been so vulnerable in the things that you've written. For example, there's a point in the piece over there, you, you say, I was not walking much for a while, no longer seeing what I had seen and had come to find. And I, I just wondered at that point what you were, what you were looking for. I mean, that is so, that really is vulnerable when mm. you explain that you're just, there's something you're searching for. And at that point, you just had not, you had not found it but you're sharing your work here with, with everybody and you never know how people are going to respond to you. No. But then, as you say, we've all got our experiences that are less than pleasant and some we would rather not have. Mm. But to share them certainly helps other people realise, oh my God, actually, I'm just not alone. Because you often feel like you're on your own when you're having a hard time. Mm. And you sometimes can feel so isolated and feel that other people don't understand. But I know that each one of us here will have our stories we've all got our stories and having you share yours has just been flipping amazing just so amazing hearing that from you because we see you as super harry it's a super does. harry yeah <laughs> i mean it's just awesome it no, really is no, it's no, just no. been a, a real pleasure i don't know what the time is i could keep talking to harry forever but what i did want to do was leave space for any questions that anybody anyone has at all anything anyone would like to ask except for Tilly and Nathan anybody else can ask questions kind of being almost a performance for kind of those people um, and obviously kind of around the AIDS crisis and stuff and there was kind of that I guess there was the two extremities of like having that big, big you know gay community and queer community and then kind of the, the hatred towards that group from the AIDS crisis did you ever feel kind of like you were then also performing for people who were kind of I guess taking advantage of the gay community like maybe like straight men and stuff kind of obviously I don't want to come off of another kind of point of view but kind of mm. maybe like straight men took advantage of kind of them the gay community mm. to experience what it was that sort of kind of gay sexual experience was like at all or if you experienced that or if you know people who did kind of experience that and what that was like mm. yeah I, I i did when i was younger i always felt i was performing and sometimes i was not sure whom i was performing for and making myself available i was when i went to bars i was always mis uh, assumed to be a prostitute because i was standing by myself not talking to i was so shy and yes i dolled myself up as best i could but uh you know so you know and and i have had situations where i you know um you know you 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 do the performance is is really the the problem 
uh, that if it doesn't match your identity, you know, you're, you're thinking, who am I dolling myself up for if I end up standing in that corner? For that same reason, I don't like to go to uh, leather bars, even though I like wearing leather, but I don't like that carnivalesque aspect. You know, they're all putting on a show for each other or uh, they're not, it's, it's segregated. Right? They're not, and then they're, they're, doing, they're going back to their office jobs or something like that. And masquerade, I like, that's a feminist um, uh, strategy to question roles in society. That's an important aspect. But the carnivalesque is, is, is segregation. You know, like from Cologne, where we do carnival in Cologne for hundreds of years, there, there were a few days when, when the, the citizens were allowed to rebel. That's not rebelling. That's not, you just, you're allowed, women were allowed to cut the ties of their husbands, uh, you know, uh, cut, cut ties of any men they were seeing. So they were just given this, the few days to, to be, you know, rebels, and then they have to go back to their subservient roles, right? So, and I don't, I don't like that kind of aspect of, of performing something for whoever it is, if it doesn't make you feel this is who you are. You, what do you get back? You know, you don't, you don't feel valued uh, because when the mask comes off, and said, well, you just want the mask. You know, you don't really want anything to do with me, right? So there is that exploitation yeah, of... Yeah, kind of what you said about kind of gay bars now, how men find like straight women coming in or you know, like straight men also coming in. It's that, again, that kind of almost like being gay is a novelty, sort of something to be um, looked at. Yeah. Mm. It's like a zoo. Like the zoo. Yeah. Like what you said, also about being black and stuff. Mm. Like, again, mm. that thing is like, it's being used as a novelty, and you have being yeah. gay, not actually as a person. Yeah. 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 And I went back to my, uh, my mother's house after 38, 35 years last December. And it was it freaked me out, that experience. But anyways, you know, I, I, in some ways it was okay to perform the clown. And I, am, I have adopted that, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, it was a strategy for me just to get through the early years of being gay by, by making fun of myself by being the playing the fool right so um that was that was in a way also a persona right to make myself um to be more critical of myself and make fun of myself before anybody else does right um and but it's it's I don't know where I got to that. I wanted to say something else. If um, you remember, we can come back yeah, to it. That's it was okay. something about going back to my mother's house, but uh, it was something it was, before that. Okay. I'm, I lost the plot here. You know, <laughs> 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 yeah. Does anybody else have, have any questions? Any, go on. Um, these are amazing. I absolutely love looking at the remains. Like, they're just beautiful. Would you ever make an exhibition or something out of this? Well, this that? was the idea. When I talked to our senior curator, Neil Holland, uh, I had two choices. I had this this selfie, uh, this this project of of walking, of of looking at the sidewalks of New York, 
Uh, and I had another one called uh, Retroactive Selfies. I've posted a few, I've shared a few actually in, in, in some of my teaching and some of my postgraduate classes. So I've, I've shared them, but they, are, they haven't been, um, they haven't been exhibited. And the, that was another opportunity. But when I stage an exhibition here on, on, mem on my, my collection of memorabilia, it was such a personal coming out all over again. So I had paper dolls. I said, what will people think if I'm showing them my collection of paper dolls? So it's just not, so I felt very vulnerable at that time. So having these photographs of myself in the gallery blown up and while teaching adjacent to that gallery, it still makes me, I mean, that's where I, I draw the line. But uh, I think it's interesting, you know, uh, and the conversation to be had about how we're all being creative, but I've never been an artist. I've never been recognized as an artist, but we're all doing amazing things and that nobody, nobody ever gets to see. And I would love, and I have invited Denver to, to create, uh, to share in this project of looking at uh, photographs by taken by produced by uh, queer individuals before social media and then retroactively turn that self-portrait into a selfie by sharing it right so um, that's what I'm doing partly on my blog so I'm I, I would have liked to stage a show on that um, I'm not sure how long I'm going to stay at the school so that's currently being negotiated um i certainly would um, will miss the teaching and missing this i would miss the gallery here but yeah that has been considered but i feel a bit still a bit uncomfortable about that given where that space is and that the space is adjacent to to um to our teaching spaces as well mm -hmm. Does anybody else have any questions? Anyone would like to ask at all? I love, you know, I love this idea. It's the same moment he's saying, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, I, you know, I, I suppose I see it, especially seeing these journals, mm. these selfies, these retro selfies. This is what you're allowing out, isn't it? Mm. 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 Yeah. And. You know, I look at my many of my photo albums, and what do I see? Generic photographs that any tourist takes of of you know the skyscrapers of New York, and those are not very interesting, right? Um, and then I said, well, where you know, and I you know also am often you know I, I'm I'm not as cheerful all the time as I appear now and I look down and so and there's an exercise of looking down don't do this in New York we'll bump into people it won't, it won't, it's not easy it's not as easy as it looks so but it was a way of making a positive make something positive out, out of looking down now part doing that coming uh, doing this process of developing this show uh, I was staying with my ex I always stay with my ex when I'm in New York and he had a massive heart attack just a week before I was scheduled to come back after three years of COVID and not having been in New York. And it felt like having a limb cut off because I'm, it's everything to me is associated with that place from my coming out to, to you know, lots of stories attached to that place. So um, 
and while I was there and I had this project which started three years ago but my cam the camera technology has developed so much during yeah. those years that, that I could not have done this show with with just self with uh, with this uh, technology three years ago so anyway so I I did the show and then I contracted uh, COVID during that time as well and I could not see even my ex in uh, in the intensive care unit and I was I was not seeing anything creative on it. The project was kaput for a while. And you, if you look carefully, all the dates are on there. There are gaps. They're all in chronological order. And there are sort of certain gaps saying, oh, what happened here? And that, you know, that was when, when I, was, I was just being down and looking down and I wasn't seeing anything other than misery, you know? So, so it's, it's, I think this is not so much an in, it is not as in your face. Uh, as the other the selfie exhibition would be, but it is certainly you know and the, you have that a lot when you're looking at exhibitions. You the more you engage with them, the more you you, you the more get you get out of them. If you just look, oh well, that looks colorful, and then next, yeah. right? But there is there's a story here, and it, I can only offer to tell it. But um, it's up to you to to you know pick me up on that offer, yeah. right? So, but it's, it's, it's great having, having this space and it's, it's, it's always an opportunity to tell different stories or tell stories differently. Harry, hearing your story has just been amazing. It really has. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, but before we do uh, close things down, I want to say a huge thank you to AIM. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how I met AIM. Um, I know Avalon, and because of Avalon, we were talking in Waterstones, and she went, actually, I think I know someone who can record it. And do you know what the funny thing is? Avalon and AIM never met, and yet I somehow got in touch with AIM. It was wonderful. But Harry, thank you very much for letting us interview you. <laughs> I am queen of the boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want to thank everybody. I really do. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you so much. It's just made a huge difference. And I just felt it was really, uh, because the Talk to Touch podcast is about talking, having a conversation and being able to touch people's lives by hearing stories that are different from our own. Because although our lives are very similar in many ways and yet different, and this is where the learning comes from, being able to hear everyone's stories and so being able to hear yours. And your podcasts are fantastic. And I have listened to Avalon speaking as well and I've listened to 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 other stories and it's just great to have that resource and very embracing and open and that's just what we need thank you so thank you all for coming thank you <laughs> thank you there there is some wine and there is food and bits please say hello to each other if you don't know each other and just mingle and thank you thank you very much